Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Podcast Network Asia. You're listening to Tita Talks, a podcast dedicated to usapang K-drama, Pinoy teleserye, and anything and everything Tita-related. Powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Now, here's your Tita, Tita Marian. A professor once told us during class that there are two ways a person would fall in love. One is through the physical aspects, or what we call as love at first sight. Now, he then outright told us that if you don't have the quote-unquote looks, whatever that means, then get as close as possible to that person. Because the second way is through proximity. And this theory has been proven in PBB or Pinoy Big Brother, where we see housemates falling in love and some eventually marrying each other in real life, like Melai and Jason. And in the world of K-drama, this theory is the basis of one of the classic tropes of rom-com, which is the cohabitation. Cohabitation or the idea of two people living under the same house, whether by force or by choice, is the perfect setup for those kilig moments. It is actually one of my favorite tropes of all time. And in today's episode, I'd like to share with you my top 7 cohabitation K-drama. Annyeong and welcome back to Tita Talks. It's your K-drama Tita again, back with another listicle episode to add to your long list of K-dramas to watch. Wala na talaga sa ating makakabangon. Sama-sama na tayong mabaon <laughs> sa haba ng K-drama watch list. Before we proceed with our topic for today, I just like to invite you to like and follow me on my social media accounts. On Facebook, is facebook.com slash podcast On Twitter, Instagram, and I also have TikTok, but I'm not so active on it right now. But anyway, it's at TalksTita. Alright? Going back. Now, like I said, I am here to share with you my favorite cohabitation K-dramas. Now, I know I usually rank my entries for listicle episodes like this, but this time, this is in no particular order. And since cohabitation is one of the oldest tropes in the K-drama world, this list will include a mix of old and relatively new K-dramas, which is why 
I can't rank them. I mean, I tried. I tried to rank them, but my my heart says no. Parang parang feeling ko hindi talaga eh. Hindi ko sila pwedeng pag-compare because the old ones, the classic ones have their own beauty and the new ones are also appealing. Anyway, I've, there's actually a lot, but just for the sake of my voice and for this episode, pito lang, pito lang ang ishishare ko sa inyo, okay? Let's start it off with one of my faves that I have been mentioning in this podcast for several episodes now. <laughs> Alam ko ang ilan sa inyo eh, sawang-sawa na kaka-mention ko dito, pero what can I do? This K-drama always enters my mind every time like any topic i would always think about this because ganun kaganda yung k drama it's the k drama because this is my first life hey i had it in numchigo now this K-drama is one of my one of the few cohabitation K-dramas where the characters chose to live together. So they're not forced, there's no arranged setup, but they they really chose to live together. He needed someone to share the rent and she needed a place to stay. So that's it. What started as a practical or economical partnership eventually developed into something more. What I again what I again love about this K drama, aside sa nakakakilig na pag unfold ng relationship ng mga bida from strangers to lovers, is the part where they try to challenge the I guess nothing cultural norms of South Korea when it comes to marriage and relationship with in-laws. Now, if you have been watching a lot of K-dramas, you know what I'm talking about, relationship with in-laws. Okay, ang, ang daming mga K-dramas that shows you what daughter-in-laws go through in terms of, you know, living with their in-laws or so yeah, there are so many K-dramas out there. Now, this K-drama, because this is my first life, that's one thing that I really, really love about it. They try to challenge the cultural norms of South Korea when it comes to marriage and relationship with in-laws. Up to this day, I have not seen any K-dramas yet that also challenges this kind of norm. So it's truly refreshing and that's why it's still one of my favorites and I always 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 mention this K-drama whenever possible because I feel that again this is one of those K-dramas that needs needs more people watching it parang actually come to think of it when I started talking about it it's not so mainstream yet pero parang ngayon every time that I mention this someone would always remember this K-drama. They have watched it. So, I don't know if, if this is still one of those underrated. Kasi parang nagka-catch up na. People are now watching this K-drama. And I'm not saying it's because of me. Oh, definitely not, no? <laughs> Pero I think it's because, yun nga, word of mouth and the K-drama is really good. So, yeah. If you're one of the few, few people that have not watched this K-drama yet, better check 
Now, next is a classic K-drama that I think all titos and titas of K-dramas knows about it, okay? The OG cohabitation K-drama, which is Full House. To my baguettes listeners, I cannot tell you how big this K-drama was when it first aired back in early 2000. I mean, your titos and titas were so invested in this K-drama. And it is really a huge thing. I think this is the K-drama that started it all for some of us, okay? I mean... I, I, I know some people who said that they only went into the K-drama mode or to the, you know, parang nahulog sa K-drama world because of Full House. So the K-drama Full House is a combination of actually two classic tropes, which actually most of the time comes hand in hand. It's the cohabitation and arranged marriage. So it's a story about this writer who was tricked by her friends into selling her beautiful house built by her parents to a famous star. Now the plot, okay, the plot is so much complicated than what I have said. <laughs> but Alam niyo naman, kapag pinakwento niyo pa ako, eh, nakwento ko na lahat. So yun, medyo ganun na lang. I, I'll leave it to that. But all you need to know is that the chemistry of Rain and Song Yekyo in this K-drama is amazing. As in super nakakakilig sila. And I, 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 I think I, if I'm... Remember it right, I was actually shipping them without even knowing the word shipping before when it started because I think at that time they were both single kung hindi nagkakamali. but anyway this is a really really huge K-drama for your titos and titas and I think because of this K-drama uh, Rain had a concert in the Philippines um, Jano Gibbs revived his singing career because he sang the theme song the Filipino theme song for the Filipino uh, dub version of this K-drama. So, yeah. It was huge. Next K-drama is another one that I have also been mentioning in this podcast. It's my favorite K-drama of Jo In-sung and Gong Yoo-jin. It's It's Okay, That's Love. Now, a bit of warning to my younger ris- listeners. This K-drama does involve scenes and languages that may not be appropriate for you. So, please lang, iwasan niyo muna kung masyado, ka- masyado pa kayong bata, okay? Kasi medyo SPG talaga siya. May mga scenes, SPG, pero hindi naman lahat. Anyway, but for those that are of age... For sure, magugustuhan mo itong It's Okay, That's Love. 
Now, It's Okay Does Love is one of the few cohabitation K-dramas that does not involve arranged or contract marriage. It's about, it's about a novelist and a psychiatrist who had a bad first encounter but ended up being roommates. Now, this K-drama is one of the first K-dramas that talks about mental health. So not only is it serving you with kilig and napakagwapong join song, <laughs> but also a lesson on dealing with different kind of mental health issues. And though this K-drama also stars Lee Kwang So, who of course is ever so dependable for the funny scenes, still get your tissues ready because some scenes here will really break your heart. Okay? And I take it from me, okay? Halos ma-dehydrate ako sa isang scene dito. Talagang super iyak ako. So, mag-ready pa rin kayo ng tissue nyo. Okay? Now, another favorite cohabitation K-drama of mine that is a bit new. It's Kasi 2021 So, it's the 2021 K-drama, Doom at Your Service. It's about to fall off, we are made. I'm sorry, I'm Now, this K-drama is a mix of fantasy and a bit of drama. Actually... Hindi lang bit. Mga two-thirds of the series is drama for me. For me, ah. For me. Kasi it's a story about this female um, editor who just found out that she has brain tumor and has only 100 days to live. Now, this is the weird part of the whole story or the K-drama that I still don't get. Instead of praying for her healing or for like a miracle that the brain tumor will be gone or whatever, because that's normal, right? Usually, when you're sick, you pray for your, you know, to get well as, as soon as possible. She, the character played by Park Boyang here, wished for the destruction of the world. Yes. So she wished wished for the destruction of the world. I guess ito yung case ng ano, damay-damay na ito. <laughs> Di ba parang ganun? May mga commentary na parang nagpo-post tayo ng mga nakakatakam na pagkain. So parang yun yung sometimes na ginagawa nating um, ano yun? Comment or whatever. Damay-damay na ito. So I guess this is an example of that type of K-drama. So instead of wishing for herself to get well or for the brain tumor to be gone, she wished for the destruction of the world. <laughs> so anyway, yun nga. So anyway, on the night that she made that wish, Doom, in the form of the handsome Soin Gok, knocked on her door and sort of forced her to live with him for 100 days. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And like I said, some parts of the story didn't really make sense to me. But the chemistry of Park Bo Young and So Ingok in this K drama is so cute. It's so nakakakilig that I would say it made up for the confusing plot. 
That's why it's also part of my list. Hello mga kapamilya! Maswerte yung pakikinig! Kung gusto niyo pong lalo pang maging merry at lucky ang buhay, gawing habit ang pakikinig sa Kapalar Hans. Podcast with Master Hans Kua, your number one feng shui master in the Philippines. Itong podcast na to ay made possible by Creatives Program Incorporated, co-produced with Podcast Network Asia, and powered by Podmetrics. Listen to Kapalar Hans on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or kung saan man nakikinig ng podcast. See you there, mga kapamilya! Unfiltered, unhinged, raw and uncut. This is the flavor of Flick Off. In each episode, we will talk praise, praise. and smack on films both local and international. Dishing out a heaping serving of juicy tidbits, insights, and innuendos in between. Our goal is to flip the boat and shake the industry by giving voice to general viewing audiences, skewing the pretenses of academic critic circles. This is Uncle Farouk, Kaila, Dos, and Is, and we are Flick Off. Powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Next is another cl- classic K-drama that for me, when you say the word, gumiho, siya talaga, siya, she is still the first one that pops up in my mind. It's the K-drama, My Girlfriend is a Gumiho. Now, the story is about an aspiring action star, played by Lee Seung-gi, who accidentally released a gumiho or a nine-tailed fox, which was played by the beautiful Shin Mina from a painting. And because of an accident, the two strikes a deal of helping each other and are forced to live together while achieving their goals. Again, The plot is so much more than what I can tell you in this very short episode. So just Google it or watch it because it's, you know, it's one of the best cohabitation K-drama. Now, the K-drama may be a decade, more than a decade old, but the Kilig is still there even until this time. I mean, the young Shinmina in this K-drama is so pretty oh my god ilang beses like lord siya yung ganda na parang lord pahiram po ng mukhang ito kahit mga one hour lang irampa ko lang sa mall lord ganong level ganong level yung pumapasok sa utak ko nung pinapanood ko tong my girlfriend is a gumiyo kasi hindi pa ganong ka-popular si ano na name si Shin Mina I think this is the K-drama that really launched her Super ganda niya talaga dito and nakakakilig naman yung kwento nila. So, yeah. This is one of my favorites. So, yeah. You should also check this out. Even though it's a bit old and, you know, the phones, the outfits there are like really, really old. <laughs> But it's, the story is still a classic. It's one of those that I don't think it will ever, you know, not be nakakakilig. No matter what year you watch it. Anyway. Another fantasy K-drama that involves cohabitation is the 
the the the the the 2016 K drama starred by Lee Min Ho and Jon Ji Hyun, which is Legend of the Blue Sea. Now, this K drama is a mix of a lot of genres. Actually, we have romance, we have comedy, we have fantasy, a bit of drama, and mystery or thriller. So, yeah, this is actually a lot. Now, it's a story about a mermaid and a con artist who were actually. Lovers in their past life, so may kwento din ito ng rebirth or reincarnation. So yeah, that's a lot. Now they met by accident in Spain and got reunited in Korea. Things happened which eventually led to them living together. So yeah, I can't tell you more about the plot, but because you know, I think a lot of you already. Watch this series, so that's tamang yon, tamang yung description ko ng plot niya. Kasi I think you've already watched this. If you're if you haven't watched this and you have already heard about it, lalo na kung nakikinig ka din naman or nanonood ka ng kitram. So I don't think anyone out there listening to this podcast have not seen Legend of the Blue Sea. It's one of the best of 2016, right? Anyway. The visuals, the visuals of this K drama is breathtaking, and I'm talking not just about the lead stars, okay? Nan super ganda, super guapo din naman talaga. I'm talking about the outfits, the cinematography, the set designs, the CGI. Well, yeah, CGI, the costumes, ang ganda, <laughs> ang location, ang ganda. So yeah, it's a feast. For your eyes, and again, it's nakakakilig. One of the best of 2016. Now, our sixth entry is the K drama that has already uh, that has so many versions. Actually, there's one in Japan. There's a webtoon, which is the very original or manga, sorry, manga, and then a Japan live action version and the original live action adaptation in Taiwan. It's the K drama. Playful kiss. Now, whichever version you watch, for sure it would be the same level of kilig. Whether yung Japanese or yung Taiwanese yung napanood mo, or itong Korean version ang napanood mo, it would always make you feel kilig. Why would it not be, diba? Bakit naman hindi? I mean, the story, the story of playful, playful kiss and all its adaptation, is the most cliche of all rom-coms. But we still love it. We always love this type of K drama. So it's a story about this smart but cold and uncaring guy. You know, a perfect example ng mga chundere type of character. So if you don't know, chundere is like a Japanese word for exactly this type of character. You parang walang pakialam sa mundo, self-conceited. 
Parang ganun. On that level, na parang ano lang sila. Wala silang pake sa mundo. All they care about is studying, I guess, family, ganun. Parang ganun. So anyway, um, so yeah, it's about that type of guy and this sweet but not so smart girl who is head over heels in love with him. And you know, and by some kind of luck, I don't know if it's good or bad luck, the girl's house got destroyed by an earthquake and she and her dad were forced to live with the family of his dad's best friend, which of course, as predicted, turned out to be her crush's dad. So they lived in the same house while their house is being renovated or whilst their house is being fixed after the earthquake. <laughs> cliche, diba? It's super cliche. But like I said, this K-drama and all its version is really one of those na nakakakinig, nakakakilig pa din even until now. Actually, I just watched again the Japanese version of it. Wala lang. Parang <laughs> nakita ko lang siya duman sa Facebook ko and I can't stop watching it again kasi it's really nakakakilig. One of those na pabebe pero acceptable ang kakiligan niya kasi talagang you know the Chandra type of character still is one of you know the favorites. <laughs> anyway, that's Playful Kiss. Now the last one on my list is of course the ever so favorite K-drama of your titos and titas. The classic Kilig to the Bones K-drama, Princess Hours. Now imagine finding out that you are engaged to the most handsome guy in your school and also happens to be the prince of your country. Ambonga diba? <laughs> Set in a sort of alternate universe where Korea is still run by monarchs, Yun Hyun Hae's character was one day just living a normal life with her normal but you know sometimes crazy family. Then the next day, she was picked up by the uh, palace people to be wed to the crown prince who happens to be in love with someone else. So it's a crazy love triangle actually it's a love square with a bit of drama and you know ang dami ang daming layers of stories dito sa story arcs yeah maraming story arcs dito sa K-drama nito so yeah Princess Hours like I said is one of the classic and beloved K-drama that mixes again cohabitation and arranged marriage and they have it mixed perfectly for me for me, yeah. And I assure you, even if you watch the K-drama today, 16 years after it first aired, for sure, your kilig would still be, you know, would still be the same. The same kilig that you felt when you first watched it and the same kilig that your titos and titas felt when they watched it. Okay? And that's actually why this type of K-drama cohabitation okay it's so popular because they ne- they never go out of style and yes although some of us maybe 
sawa na na, you know, sa paulit-ulit ng ganitong type of K-drama and want something else like Squid Game or something like, so totally different. But I am confident na with the right cast and story, a cohabitation K-drama would still make your heart go crazy. Whatever year this it may be. Okay? It is always the perfect comfort story for any K-drama fan. Okay? Now, there's actually a whole lot more cohabitation K-dramas out there like Goblin, uh, Personal Taste, Still 17, which I I love the uh, no, OSD, by the way. Kill Me, Heal Me, another K-drama um, on mental health, Rooftop Prince, Cinderella and the Four Nights, Marriage Not Dating. Actually, and dami, and daming cohabitation. Because like I said, it's one of the classic tropes of K-drama. So I can go on and on and on and on about the examples of it. And though we are now getting more and more interesting, more and more different type of stories in the K-drama world, there will always be a time where you would want to go back to the classic, which is something like this, cohabitation K-dramas. So please feel free to share your favorite cohabitation K-dramas that I may have not discussed in this episode, but you feel that others should also watch or, you know, something na K-drama na na super, super. <laughs> Super, super na nakakakilig for you. So, go ahead and share that. Tag me or DM. Tag, yeah. Tag me on any of my social media accounts. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Podcast. On Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, it's at TalksTita. And with that, good night, kids. I love you, Bruno Bars. Thank you for listening to the Tita Talks podcast with your Tita Marian. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the show so you won't miss out on new episodes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.